What's up guys? Welcome to IVG podcast number 50. We are here. We've hit 50 and we're going to fucking go hard, dude. We're going to go hard yeah, now. Fuck. Yes. It just took us a decade. Just took us In fact, it took us a little longer than a decade because we had some tech issues with the last uh, with the last podcast. It was kind of recorded last week, I think. But yeah, yeah. we had some tech issues so we have to re-record good, but, it. But it's good because we got some cool stuff to oh, talk that we wouldn't have been able to cover last time. So before we actually head into the meat of it, which we have a lot to cover, Sam, you want to quickly just go over the community showcase once? Yes, so community showcase update. Uh, we've completed the first month uh, where the winner gets a copy of Neo 2 and uh, Parth Solanki from the IVG forums is is the winner because we we, we had we had kind of uh picked five finalists and we had a poll on the forums and his uh entry which was uh gameplay from God of War won the most votes. Congrats, so bro. that Congrats. one is so, so that, yeah and it was crazy like uh the highest difficulty he was beating one of the Valkyries and all that with no damage. Are... Uh, so very cool nice. and so, so so he wins a copy of Neo 2 and now we've already begun the se- second month of of the showcase and this time we we actually giving away a copy of Marvel's Avengers on 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 PC PS4 or Xbox one winners choice nice uh, we we've already got a lot of cool uh, entries and the last day is September 10th so guys please enter share your clips with us and uh, you could win So that's the showcase and now we're going to talk about sorry but before but but before we actually move on to that I would also take a minute to ask people to kind of you know give us a little uh, show us a little love on Facebook we've been streaming quite regularly uh, over the past few weeks and months now so if you guys do like our content or come check out our content maybe share it with your friends let us know what you like or don't like we, we you know with that three nights a week on Facebook and on YouTube as well Uh, so yeah, yeah. So just search IVG on Facebook, and you'll show, and 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 you can check out our stuff on Facebook Gaming. And in fact, this uh, weekend we're gonna showcase like a very small IVG game night uh, with a bunch of us IVG members, where we're gonna play Call of Duty on a private server. So if you guys own COD and if you wanna join up, there already I think like five or six of us. We can do four more. So please join us. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, this is the first time on any platform because it's DOS platform, right? This is the first time I downloaded Modern yes. Warfare just to uh, play the game. I've never played the game till now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so this is gonna be a first. You time mean Warzone? You uh, you you have the full game, or you just got Warzone? I got the full game. We're playing the full game, right? Okay. You okay, you okay. you haven't played the campaign as well? Nothing, nothing so. Dude, this fucking campaign is brilliant. You should play it. I probably should Do because you, it might be I also haven't played it. Oh, both of you should play the campaign, man. It's yeah. it's really nice. Yeah, I think I could use a little tutorial and all that into this. So yeah. Anyway, first time. So since both of us are very very like not in not in like sync with what's happening in Call of Duty I think the first segment of this podcast is going to be all Nash. <laughs> so why you tell us tell us what happened last night dude, and it's, why it's, it's so exciting. It's fucking crazy because like I was telling you guys I feel I'm in 2006 again dude when like hype for COD was like next level. Uh I think Battlefield's really fucked up this time so COD's taken like everything and last night they had uh so the way they did it is kind of like what Fortnite does whereas in Warzone they had they dropped the reveal trailer for uh Black Ops Cold War. Now what you had to do is to do this you had to jump into Warzone with your squad. Now regular so your regular gameplay was kind of disabled and the mode was called Know Your History. So as soon as you logged into the server you had to drop down like you had this so I I think you guys saw the feed there 
there was a lot of like redacted stuff showing up on the screen. There was some screen, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, there were all these kind of weird like effects happening there. And as soon as you, as soon as the boots hit the ground, you had to kind of go ahead and do a certain amount of uh, a certain amount of steps. So the first step was get five kills. Then you had to. Uh, then you had to collect intel then you had to kind of find the key then you had to decipher the key then the then the key kind of sent you for a uh, on a wild goose chase to this one location and over there you actually found the blueprint of this gun that you use in black ops 1 in the first mission so basically like any other quest in an assassin's creed game kind of kind of kind of and then and then as so so i think you had a 10 minute timer if i'm not mistaken because i was like because we were all really stressed while this was happening and uh, so yeah i think we had a 10 minute timer and then as soon as the timer starting to end uh, you know everything gets disabled you're spawned into the you're spawned into the game and there's a timer where the nukes about to go off so you got to run to the stadium and uh, as the timer goes off nuke goes on boom server implodes and then the kind of trailer just drops and you watch the trailer in game itself it was my first live event so i was fucking stoked dude i was like whoa so wait the tra- trailer plays in the stadium like no, what's the, happening the, so, like, so, so the trailer plays, on, plays your on your screen itself the trailer plays ah, on your okay. screen like you would okay. like if you full screen a youtube video it kind of plays like sure. that and uh, sure. unless or until you did all the objectives you would not get the blueprint you could see the trailer anyway but you wouldn't get the blueprint so we had to do it one more time because you had some fucking assholes camping the objective so once they got the so once they got the blueprint, they would just camp around the objectives and kill everyone. Kind of like how in ah, Fall dude. Guys, a guy's at the end line waiting to push you out, right? Oh, dude. Right. You know, you get those kind of assholes. Wait, so, so all this, while, while you're doing all these objectives, do you... You also have to do that, take out the other guys. Who yeah, are yeah. so it was like a pure deathmatch scenario. You spawned in with your loadout. So loadout is something you kind of have on you, like the weapons you have on you, unlike in a normal Warzone match where you just spawn in with your pistol. So you have to quickly spawn in, drop those five guys, collect the intel and move on to the next objective. So it was like PvP, but with like questing thrown in there. It was quite intense. Yeah, and and then they dropped the trailer. So yeah, so I mean, I've been reading up about this game a lot ever since the trailer because apparently a lot of the press they had a chance to kind of uh, experience a small slice of the campaign. So there have been a lot of leaked details about them. I just scored them with you guys really quick. But here's something that may interest Gagan actually. Yeah, dude, do you know who's written this game? Who? The same guy who wrote The Dark Knight, David Goyer. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> apparently, I didn't know this, but he apparently had written the story for Black Ops 2 as well. And Blade and, and Blade. Yeah, yeah, for Blade sure. Blade and all. But like in, in game wise, I know he's done yeah. Black Ops 2 and now he's doing this and they apparently... So so the Black Ops series, I don't know if you guys have played it. It normally goes a little darker than uh, than the normal Modern Warfare games. Like they go a little more hard with the with like the depravity and the torture and the fucking just mind fuckery of it all. So I'm interested to see what they bring to this game because uh, have you guys ever played a Black Ops game? I've never played one. Oh, <laughs> first one. Okay, okay. So I, you know, I actually used to enjoy the Treyarch game more than the Infinity War. Right. Game so a lot of people reason. do, and in fact, their campaigns were really good. And then for some reason, Black Ops Four didn't have a campaign, so it was just multiplayer and Warzone. Uh, but Blackout it was called. So this time they're coming back. And dude, awesome! Guess who's developing this game this time around? Treyarch. 
No. So the single player is being developed by Raven Software, the guys who made Soldier of Fortune, dude. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, nice. yeah. So they've been, so they have been bought over by Activision. But they have worked on COD before, exactly. Right? So they were, they were support studios all this time. But now they're giving their fucking opportunity, and I really hope they have a lot of like gore in this fucking game, like Soldier of Fortune. <laughs> so that'd be awesome. But like yeah, so, they, so in fact, there are five studios working on this, like any other big budget AAA game nowadays. Uh, so including uh, Raven, uh, these guys, Binox, and some other bunch of other dudes who are going to be helping out with the multiplayer aspect as well. Treyarch is kind of overseeing a lot oh, of Binox used to make the Spider-Man games yes. back in the yeah, day. Yeah, so that's did. the thing with Activision. It's it's in a way, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. They have a lot of studios as stand-up. So Destiny, when they release their best received expansion till date called the Forsaken, uh, the, the Forsaken expansion, it was worked on by multiple Activision studios. And now, as you can see, now that Bungie left Activision, they have a lot more fuck-ups on their hand per se right hmm. but anyway yeah so so that's what's happening there now the thing is that this game is going to be a little different from normal black ops games for one is you're not going to be playing a named protagonist you're going to be creating your own protagonist man or woman and uh, basically customizing him or her and you'll also be able to have certain choices in the game which will affect how the game plays out and how the game ends but what I found most interesting is they said, I don't know if this was just one level of pepper throughout the game. Apparently, there are Hitman kind of levels in the game. We have these massive sprawling levels where you can perform your objectives in any order. So you could bribe someone, you could poison them, you could kill them, you could frame them, you could do a bunch of shit. So I thought that was really cool. And, it's, and it'll kind of be the first for a Call of Duty game. Yeah, it seems like a far cry from what they normally do right. in any card game. You don't expect this. But didn't Black Ops 2 also have some sort of choices and all that? So there were choices. Uh, right. There were choices. There were rudimentary choices. But this, I think, is going to go a little deeper when it comes to actually affecting the ending of the game. And, uh, oh, <coughs> sorry. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to that because apparently they said this will even allow you to kind of replay the game at least twice to kind of see how different uh, branching parts play out for you. That's uh, actually quite. So that means that means this time Treyarch is only working on the multiplayer. They are overseeing the single player, but they are largely uh, they yeah they are largely working on the multiplayer. Component. So how does how does Warzone work if you're gonna have Treyarch developing so now, as well as thing. In, now, Infinity apparently, War? Black Ops Cold War will not have its own battle royale mode. Now they haven't announced how this is gonna happen, but apparently the that mode so Call of Duty. Cold War's aesthetic will be merged with the existing Warzone. So basically, the way I think is what's going to happen is Warzone as a game, as a service, will be there on your PC. And if you want to switch between maps to reflect the older maps or the Call of Duty Black, uh, sorry, Cold War maps, that's how it's going to happen. However, you will be able to retain everything you've unlocked from Warzone. So which means your operators, your blueprints, your perks, your loadouts, whatever. That they still, sense, yeah. yeah, they still haven't like given us concrete details on what's going to happen. But they said yes, uh, Cold War is not getting its own BR mode. It'll make use of the existing robust system that Warzone has established, which is fine. But that also means that you still have to then keep a lot of hard drive space for both games. There, oh, I think because Warzone might get detached from Modern Warfare. At some it point. should be, dude, because right now my COD folder is around two hundred and ten 
GB, which is like insane, dude. That that's only for you because <laughs> you have a, you bought Modern Warfare as well. Right. If you didn't buy Modern Warfare, right. it's pretty much half that size. It's but still hundred GB, dude. That's it's still hundred GB, but like, yeah, that, for, that makes perfect sense to continue with Warzone because it at any given point of time it has between three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand players online. At yeah, dude, Warzone is not going. Warzone is not going anywhere for sure. They exactly and, and because so it's free to play. One. Yeah, so that so so the full multiplayer. Review, so it'll be like a third game. Like Warzone is a separate game. It is, it is, like, but it's more of a platform it'll than get, a game in itself. It'll, and maybe cosmetically, it'll take on the look yeah, of whatever yeah, yeah. the new or, game or, is. Or it'll yeah. shuffle it through the battle pass or different maps, modes. I don't know. It's. I guess we'll figure out on the ninth. Ninth is, by the way, when they plan to unveil the multiplayer, multiplayer yeah. and maybe even have some more details on Warzone. And then that month itself, it's not it's not announced yet. There'll be an open multiplayer beta, and if you pre-order the game, uh, you get access a couple of days earlier. And at the same time, PlayStation, because of their partnership with Call of Duty, gets earlier access to the beta than Xbox and PS. Man, PlayStation's PC. getting frosting on just about every game yeah, these days, man. They've tied up with like every guy right now. <laughs> yeah. But what's the game's release date though? 13th November. By the way, did you hear that they're charging more for the PS5, Xbox, Xbox? They are. So, they, so they're not going to be free upgrades this time. Okay. Ten bucks. So, so not only ten bucks for the for the cross gen bundle, which gives right. you the PS4, because Xbox they, One they, versions they, plus free up, up. Their whole thing is that we don't want to give that thing free. Like the upgrade is not going to be free. So right, right that's what right. they're doing. But on the but, plus side, huh. sorry, uh, cross gen is still going to be there, which is a great boon for PC players. So which means cross gen multiplayer? You mean? Yeah. So which means I'll be able to play against guys on the PS4 as well as the PS5 and the Xbox and the Series X. So I'll have a much bigger pool of players to play with. Yeah, not bad. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. I don't mind paying to paying ten bucks for a upgrade. When I, I, I like the game, I don't mind paying that much. Like better than paying the paying full price, right? Like what used to happen last gen. For sure, dude. And I think I, I mean I don't want to be sounding like I'm siding with Activision or any of these big conglomerates, but I think it, at the end of the day, it's going to depend on every publisher whether they want to give like AC and all have been good enough, and they were like, here, take this upgrade free. But not everyone's probably going to do it. So that's why people were a little bummed out when they read that uh, uh, COD is not going to do it this year. Yeah, and anyway, games like COD and FIFA and all these things are games you play throughout the year anyway. So kind of, uh, I, I don't know, I think the core guys will not really have a problem shelving out an extra 10 bucks or whatever it translates to in Indian money. Dude, I'll tell you something, 90% of the hue and cry that you hear about some games is never made Okay, not 90%, but most of the times the hue and cry is never made by the core crowd because the core crowd is always kind of content. They do what they got to do. They know this is the game. The game's got their hooks in them. They're going to do it. It's like for Destiny also right now. Destiny, I don't know if you guys have heard, but when the new expansion hits, a lot of the older content is going to get shelved. It's going to get vaulted, right? It's going to be removed to a vault. So you can no longer play that game. Good. Now, (laughs) Now, that is content that no one anywhere fucking played. Right, and none of the diehard Destiny guys really give a shit because there's hardly anything. At best, you'll do a bounty there once in a while, or you'll have something happening there once in a while. But now that it's happening, all the kind of the casuals are coming on and saying, "Are cutting out my content now?" And yeah, I get it. It's like you're taking content away from a game, but they're also giving you newer content in return. Uh, and they said that it's back in the vault, so there's no hard and fast rule that it's not going to come back again. So they'll probably have special live events where they may bring this content back again. Dude, screw that, man. As someone who started Destiny 2 thrice, 
<laughs> till now i mean i would say that opening content is overrated even the single player campaign not the single player but the tutorial mission and all was changed completely right i mean it's like, more than being overrated right now it's very overwhelming so if the two of you haven't played destiny and you guys get dropped into the game you'll be like what the fuck is going on here there's so much shit coming at you so basically all those years now i've been playing destiny 2 when it launched back in 2017 i think so what they've done is they took 3 years of content that they staggered out and they just like mushed it into one like like yeah. lay and you're like yo that's a lot of stuff to kind of digest you know at one shot Yeah, and anyway, it was never that iconic to begin with. It's Destiny, man. It's not like an Elder Scrolls game where you have these memorable things happening. Oh, dude! If you, uh, but guys who like Destiny, they will like come at you with that because people who like the lore are in love with the lore, and people like me who ignore the lore don't give a fuck about the lore. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Destiny lore. Do but also coming back to Call of Duty. Yes. Uh, this also means that they'll bring back uh, zombies, right? Yes. Triarch, so zombies Triarch, is yeah. coming back. Uh, but once again, they haven't put out any details of that as well. So it'll be along with the multiplayer. It'll trailer, be along with the multiplayer. It'll be a cooperative mode as well. Like and most zombies, I I don't know where which was the last zombies you guys played, but the last zombie game I played was with the Black Ops Four. It's more like a roguelike mode. It's like an ongoing mode, you know. So you kind of do as much as you can, and then when you die, all the party members die. They all die. I'm kind of hoping they change that to make it a little more forgiving, because that can get right. really frustrating. Because if one guy fucks up. The all of y'all die. It's like two hours worth of progress kind of just pooped out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they kind of change that. But yeah, I mean, I look forward to that because uh, Modern Warfare also had its own cooperative mode, and it kind of sucked. So this should be fun. Cooperative mode, as in in the campaign or what? Not in the campaign. They, it, it was called Spec Ops. So basically, it was like these giant missions where you had to do a bunch of stuff. It sounds good on theory, but in practice, it was really boring. And once you did it once, there was really no kind of incentive to go back again. Okay, I might be starting uh, that game single player. So, so, and, and but the good part about crossplay is even crossplay extends to co-op, which will extend to zombies. So, if you guys ever want to jump into co-op, the three of us could actually co-op together. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. So yeah, the seventy dollars honestly is not that much of a like extra money to pay for a game with so much content in it, man. But the thing is that it also plays into the fears that most people have, right? That the next gen, all the games will be charging you seventy dollars as a standard and all, and which has been defended, which has been unless you're a PC gamer, then the price stays the same. Yeah, if you're a PC gamer in India, you got it golden, man. <laughs> Except no, not anymore, dude. Like Black Ops, I gotta pay sixty dollars for the base edition. That's like forty. Oh shit! On Steam, that too. No, it's, it's not on Steam. Steam Battle- it's on Steam. That's why I have to pay for it. <laughs> oh shit! Battle.net, Battle- no? It's Battle.net. Oh, yes, okay. yes. And even like, even like Bethesda games, dude, they're fucking retardedly priced. They're damn expensive on PC. Yeah. So the whole like. PC gamers had it cheap for their games is no longer a thing for most of the games. But yeah, there are a lot of well-priced games. Even Cyberpunk, right? It was like how much was it on Steam? Cyberpunk. As far as I know, it's priced at three triple nine on consoles, That's, right? Yeah. So okay. So one sec, I'll check right away. No, so the way it works is there. There are some publishers who actually will kind of consult with their local distributor and say, "What are you pricing it locally?" And we'll we'll match it. But some some of them don't care. Uh, so Cyberpunk's three thousand for PC 
staggered out. Yeah, yeah. So, like that, Halo 4 is not out game. yet, right? So, yeah, yeah. But actually, you know what? I want to know also give a shout out to uh, sorry, Fortnite for a second because uh, when I was in the Warzone live event, like as much as I enjoyed the event, it was a lot of fun, dude. It doesn't hold Yeah, I mean, like the some of the videos that you have shown us before uh, this podcast and all, like we saw the Kaiju event and all, it was like right. insane, man. I mean that that scale of that. Now I want to get into Fortnite just to watch these <laughs> events. You should, dude. Even your kid may actually like it. My know? kid may actually like it way more than I would For because sure. that whole building aspect really pisses me off. But right, <laughs> yeah. But the reason I want to give them a shout out because they weirdly they so they have an event right now that kind of looks. like a lot of fun uh, it's a marvel time called and it's called the what's it called shit the nexus, nexus war the war. nexus war yeah. yeah and and it's a timed event and the amount of work they put into these events dude it's just like damn i mean they got the i, I think only epic could pull something like this off but yeah have yeah. you guys experienced live events in any games like this cuz you should nothing yet so that's why i'm very kicked about this nexus war at least i mean that's something i would love to experience because damn man that kaiju thing really won me over <laughs> that kaiju i know right thing. and and you guys don't listen to a lot of the the kind of the new stuff that's out there but a lot of these artists have actual virtual concerts in fortnite yeah i saw that one i it's I, insane it's there were insane. a couple which i saw so but again i i didn't witness them live i saw the youtube videos that came out later on from streamers right so, yeah not the same thing right Right, right. But so yeah, the I, Nexus War is something I would definitely want to log. I think we should actually try it out and stream it and see how. But I'm wondering if like, it's if it's just is it just Marvel character skins that you're that you're no no kind it's of... actual like it's actual like attributes of the character. So Iron Man can fly and he'll have like the laser coming out of his fucking hands like you would in an Avengers game. Hmm. So it's not just right. skin, right? Because they had Thanos for one of the events and he had the Infinity Gauntlet and he was like. punching dudes in one shot to death and stuff but like that but he was that. an npc right or did somebody control him dude honestly i don't play fortnite so i'm not sure about that but uh-huh. uh, i think some of our readers if they play fortnite they could kind of correct us so yeah but i mean I, like correct me if i'm wrong but i thought that he was an npc and you had to kind of take him down as a player no okay right i know for a fact right. that you could wield the gauntlet that's all i know right yeah yeah But that's that's cool though. So Sam, you've been awfully quiet. Why don't we come to something that you've been playing right now, and that is UFC. Yeah, so I've been playing UFC four. It came out just uh, I think a few days ago. Only. How it is? It is. Um, I'm actually confused because so 
like I mentioned in the review uh, on IBG, is that you know there are sports, there are sports-based games. There some of them are like very, very like simulation-based, which no casual player will want to play. And then you have other simulation games like FIFA and NBA, which have so many accessibility features, casual features that will draw even the casuals. Now this game is like, I don't know, I don't know how, but somehow it seems like a very, very like a game for the M, uh, like a mixed martial arts purists, right. but still. It, th- th- there's like ways that it draws a casual uh, player in. Like I'm not, like I used to watch the UFC a lot uh, back in the day, but I've not been following it lately. So I didn't know if I would if I would be into this game as much. Uh, but it's like the game is very grindy. Like like even the career mode is just a bunch of menus and a lot of training and matches, training and matches, and that's basically basically what the life of a of the fighter is. But the way that they they kind of have put it together is it's it is very grindy, but it's a lot of fun. And I've been playing it till like three four in the morning because I just wow. want to play one. So I, I mean the whole the whole journey of a fighter is to climb up the ranks and become the title contender, right? That's the whole right. that's oh. the journey. And then that involves challenging other guys, trash talking them, you know, sparring with guys uh, whose uh, whose whose skills and strikes you. you you want to add to your kind of uh, repertoire and all that. So, a right. lot of cool stuff that they've included. But I th- the thing is that the core game is too similar to UFC 3. And I think many people who didn't like UFC 3 will, will not find any, anything different here. The one thing that they have changed though is like, like what I hated about the UFC games from the beginning is that once you, like while you're kickboxing, it's a lot of fun. Moment you, moment you hit the ground and you're sub- doing submissions and grappling, it gets damn boring because you're like, it's all about like stick movements and you know seeing what angle he's holding your arm at and all that. So that that became very very boring and too technical for me. But this year they've actually added mini games uh, for the submissions. Right. So that makes it a bit a bit simpler. And usually you would just hate for the game for the fight to go to the ground. But now even if, even if it does, it's cool because it's a mini game that to your feet. So what kind of so in that respect are you talking about exactly? Like what what do they make you? So do? for example, for example, supposing you are uh, so supposing your opponent kind of pins you to the ground and he's and he's trying, trying to put a choke hold on you. Hmm. So you'll see on the screen uh, kind of a circle which has a red part and a blue part. Right. Now you control the blue part and he controls the red part. So you, the point is for he kind of has to overlap your blue part with you. So is it a button? So it's like a thing, catch okay. and mouse. Yeah, it's like a oh. uh, like a QTE almost. Okay, okay. QTE, but right. there are two players who are trying to kind of like catch and so mouse. So I, I actually have a question for you, dude. Like I used to love uh, the Fight Night games, <laughs> right? Because huh. you could actually play that in a very casual way also, just like beat the shit out of people. So is is this like this in your standing up game? Unfortunately, not because unlike unlike boxing, where you basically using your hand and all you have is your you you either punching his head or you're punching his torso. Right. Here, you are using kicks to the legs, to the torso, to the head, punches to the head, to the torso, and not only one kind of punch. There are hooks, there are jabs, there's all kinds of things. So there's so right. much variety. So basically, you're using the face buttons to punch and kick, but you're using the the, the triggers and the bumpers to do modifiers. So, like, what kind of kick, what kind of punch? Oh, it, it sounds uh, kind of what part of the body? Though, it is, but once you, but the thing is, once once you once you get the hang of what the face buttons are, then the modifiers are very fluid. Like once you're in a fight, it becomes very fluid. They don't they don't have to think about it or memorize the strike. So I think that's why it works. It works. It works kind of well. But yeah, it's still it's still a bit too, too technical for someone who would want a fight night. Sorry, a fight night type game or even the older TSQ uh, UFC game. They were a lot more 
not accessible. not arcadey but yeah you are using pretty much every button on the controller to maybe this uh, is geared more towards like the hardcore fucking ufc crowd right it is and the thing is uh, I, i mean if you if you are even little bit interested in mma and you want to play it like you'll get the hang of it and you will enjoy it but i think people will just be turned off by the fact that it's so, so technical which is a, which is a bummer because but, but also like i mentioned in the review now this is now this is at the end of the life cycle for the console so i don't think they wanted to change too much from the ufc 3 game got it so i think in that respect it's like a bit of a evolution to ufc 3 and it's for the better but it's not big enough change that we so, didn't like the earlier one we recommend this it. game i would for anyone who's even remotely interested in ufc or mma i think you'll definitely enjoy it also there are some fun online modes like they have this uh, they have a like an online championship where you have to keep winning to progress and there are levels and uh, tiers to to climb through and they have this thing called blitz blitz battles which is basically like uh, it's like how you know you had mortal combat where you have to keep beating one guy after the other to climb yeah, up the ladder yeah, yeah. but the thing is that they have different rules like they have a hands tied rule where the entire match is only kicks you, like you can't punch uh. or grapple or submit so the entire game mode is just kicks so they have these these are all timed game game modes which so the so after two hours the, the game mode will change to something else and these are very unconventional or unorthodox sort of game modes which is more fun so they have a they have a fair amount of online uh, uh, functionality as well so i think overall it's it's a decent game if you're into mma otherwise i don't think so so is the review up on the site or will it be by the time the podcast it's up on the site right? it's up okay. on the site now okay yeah. great. great so you guys can go check it out because i'm sure he gone into a lot more depth into his review there as well and uh, yeah uh, we also have actually some leftover talk from last time's uh, dc <laughs> fandom 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 it's a dome <laughs> yeah fandom so i think gagan would be the best want to kind of speak about these games right? so it was actually a dome when this happened no not a physical dome but it was shaped like a dome <laughs> why is it <laughs> a dome but like no, what's the significance dome. of a dome here i don't know man it's a play on words which they took too seriously fuck the fuck if i know no i'm assuming the earlier earlier they used to have it and actually a dome no, shaped no, when you no, no, i'm no. guessing there was there was no earlier no? dome <laughs> so this is the first fan dome okay this is the first one and it was a dome so right Yeah, maybe next year they'll have a dome. I I don't know. I think it's some sort of like a representation of like the dome where all superhero characters reside or some shit, man. Like, it's I'm a, not that big a geek. That sounds super fucking lame, dude. <laughs> I mean, it was, but the thing is that the whole thing was shaped like pretty much like a massive dome, and where all these people were coming in virtually and talking about stuff and moving out. So yeah, but anyway, like I'm sure everybody knows the news about the two games that were showcased out there, the Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. So why don't you talk about? So now that I think the news is quite old, why don't you talk about as a as a comic book enthusiast? What's your views on this? on fandom or just these games no on the games mainly yeah okay so i'm quite kicked about both of these and all like uh, suicide squad kind of kind of uh, follows a main trope about these guys being like these goofy anti heroes and all that like with no real uh, actual uh, skills to kind of navigate them through an actual battle or something like that they are very very unorganized and uh, now they've gone a little way over uh, their head because they have to take on justice league which i think is being controlled by brainiac now if you saw the opening shot of the trailer it had mm-hmm. that brainiac ship in it yeah. and uh, should i explain to you what brainiac is or like you know? i mean yeah for sure dude because <laughs> okay. i don't know who brainiac is 
Okay, so Brainiac is the guy who is responsible for the destruction of Krypton. He's the one who kind of accelerated uh, the growth of the red sun that was that exploded and crypt- and destroyed Krypton along with it. Uh, and you know what Krypton is, right? It's the planet where Superman comes from. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sure, sure. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, while he did that, he also captured the city of Kandahar, which was actually the city of Superman's cousin, Supergirl. Um, fuck, I cannot even remember her real name anymore. But whatever. Anyway, so yeah. Lois so, Lane. No, that's his chick. No, no, that's his chick. She, she's she's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think it'll come to me suddenly in the middle of this conversation. So yeah. Anyway, so. He's the one who captured that and he has this habit of collecting uh, miniatures of real planets and he kind of takes a city from them, like the most, uh, probably the most evolved part of the planet and then captures it into a kind of a dome of its own and uh, makes and keeps it as a collection for himself. Now, this includes all the people who live there and all they're like converted into this miniature, uh, miniaturized versions of themselves and all that. And he, he's this evil mastermind and probably one of the biggest villains that Superman has. I mean, apart from Darkseid and, uh, I guess, Metallo to an extent. Did you say Metallica? <laughs> no, Metallo. It's like, why Superman got to hate Metallica? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, other people hate Metallica. No. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, but uh, no, so so anyway, so it seems like he's kind of mind controlling the Justice League to uh, and destroying Metro- Metropolis while at it. And plus, he's unleashed a whole bunch of his little creatures and all that are taking over the city, which you saw the Suicide Squad fight and kind of completely ob- obliterate. So... Yeah, I mean that 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 seems to be the plot of the thing, and it seems like a whole f- like a fun game to play because you're going to be controlling all these uh, different characters uh, from the Suicide Squad. I mean, like right. this includes Harley Quinn and uh, King Shark, which look like they're going to be melee players, and then there's Captain Boomerang. Like, who the fuck ever asked for that guy? But <laughs> he's there. No one liked him in the movies, also. Yeah, he's got boomerangs as weapon, man. I mean, like, you, they even had a joke about him trying to hit Superman with a boomerang in the trailer. So, yeah. And then there's Deadshot, who seems actually like the most fun character to play. He's got some kind of anthem-like elements, you know, with like a jetpack and all. And uh, it seems like his jetpack can be used to, to kind of take down enemies and all as well, which seems fun. And yeah, man, I mean, like, uh, that trailer had very little for me to complain about, except for the fact that there was no gameplay. There was no show. gameplay, dude. Yes. After all this time. So we have no idea what the game actually plays like. That's, no, no that's idea. That's the thing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I think, I think it, the, like, what I liked about it is that it had more of a, like, a light-hearted sort of feel to it than the Arkham games, which was refreshing for Rocksteady, because you think of them as this very stark serious looking sort of and that's game. that's been I the theme throughout cool. right i mean like even before they started doing the arkham city uh game i mean the arkham games With urban chaos dude urban chaos yeah that was a pretty dark game right. too, a sweet game though yeah. nice yeah. game yeah. but so, but dude uh, what do you have any guess educated guess as to what kind of game this is going to be like is it going to be games as a service is it going to be uh, what kind of game do you think it's going to be? So, like? it seems like for Gotham Knights, which was the other game announced, they've said that it's not going to be a gas. But, it's like, this one might go into that direction. There's no confirmation. There's nothing. But do you I, even know if it's going to be first or third person? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be third person. Superhero games in first person are absolute garbage, man. I mean, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> if you're controlling a superhero in first person. What's the point? So... 
yeah definitely going to be third person and it's coming out in 2022 you know so i think i think we have a long way to go before how long has it been around. in development for yeah that's very weird you know because I, i'm 100% sure that there was another project rocksteady was working on which was cancelled for some reason or the other it could be superman it could be another arkham game for all you know and uh, then they had to kind of take on this because of some other reasons and all but yeah man i mean like it doesn't seem like they've been working on this game and they just have this one trailer to show in 2020 for it like, when was that when did the arkham night release okay. 2015 yeah so it's been 5 years man i mean you don't come up with just this much in 5 years then it'll be 7 years you know what, um, maybe on the other side what i would say is that personally the gameplay that i saw with the gotham knights game kind of looks shitty so maybe rocksteady thought that instead of serving up something that kind of looks shitty let's just unveil a very polished kind of game play. so you know that that's the thing with gotham knights i mean the only thing good about gotham knights is batman the rest of the chintomintos are like a waste of space and in batman universe itself i've said this like before as well like batman is the interesting character the villains are the interesting character all these other support characters are just a waste of space man i mean besides alfred who's pretty badass everybody else is like completely pointless i mean we have these uh, three different types of robins who become like red hood and nightwing and robin and red robin is that and... to appeal to like the younger crowd it is but i mean the younger crowd also has teen titans and other stuff for them so i guess gotham knights is like the younger version of what batman has to offer but that that's not what it's all about anyway man if i want to play a game based on gotham city i mean i want i want batman in it i want to play as batman right. in it so the, the opening shot itself when they showed that batman may be dead which that maybe seems very very dicey to me i have a feeling he might come back sometime but uh, and you're going to be playing only as these characters that was disappointing to begin with man i mean i don't want to play a game about batgirl robin red the red hood and all these other characters dude You know what else was disappointing? The fucking frame rate in this video, dude. It was, it was all bad. over the place. It was bad. It was, I wonder what I, I'm assuming it was running on current gen. But uh, let me get this straight: uh, Suicide Squad next gen only, correct? Suicide Squad definitely next gen only. It's coming out in 2022, and they even announced the platforms on that. It's only for Series X, PS5, and PC. Right. So, and this yeah. cross this one cross cross gen. Yeah, this one okay. might be cross gen. I don't think they've announced the platforms for it, but right. they did announce the release date as twenty twenty one, which seems to be like in a cusp. So, but what twenty twenty one? Like spring, summer? I don't think they've announced anything like that. They just oh, that game didn't look next gen at all. So I'm guessing it'll definitely be on yeah. PS four, Xbox one. Dude, if that which is one? a PS five demo or <laughs> Xbox Series X demo, then wow, man. <laughs> but then, you yeah. know what? The thing is that speaking of demos, did you guys see that Wukong trailer that was that gameplay demo that was put out there around the same yeah, time? Yeah, Chinese game, Man. the Chinese kind of game, dude. That shit like was fucking legit, bro. And and didn't you just say that that after putting on such a baller demo, the guys actually apologized, saying that's, that it's, that's the whole story. So these guys put out these demo, uh, this uh, like gameplay demo, and it was supposed to be, I think, localized only for the certain markets and not the Western markets and all. IGN kind of got that. 
their hand on it and they put up that whole demo because it was so good looking sure and good. Uh, these guys once they realized that they're getting so much popularity in the western markets as well they actually apologized uh, and said that that they did not intend to put this out for the world to see because like there were a lot of these mismatching musical notes and all that and plus it is pre alpha footage it does the game does not look anything like this bad <laughs> and all that according to that i was like what Dude, it's seriously. I mean, that game looked. It was one of the most next-gen games I've kind of seen. Next-gen game demos. It really exactly. Impressed. It's the best gameplay demo we've seen from seriously. the next-gen till date. Yeah, for sure, bar none, dude. I, oh, you know, another funny story. After that happened, the the lead the the lead of the studio. He was actually coming out to Twitter and he's saying, now people are started poaching people from his company left and right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really? Dude. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Dude? Like, because apparently the guys have so much talent and people saw this. They were like, damn, we want some of that talent. And maybe China salaries are not that good. So Yeah, so they've been getting like poached getting. like left and right, dude. <laughs> poached from like other countries. I mean, he didn't mention that. They're just saying that th- there have been a lot of poaching. So, it was Chinese. So, I think a lot of it was lost in translation. But, yeah, I, he, they're definitely getting poached. Wow. <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, th- that's a game I'm actually looking forward to. I really hope it makes its way to Western and eventually to us as well. Because I want to play the shit out of that game, dude. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. That looks like Sekiro, Dark Souls ish but a little more accessible i feel it had it had a bit of dynasty warriors also in that cloud moment remember right <laughs> yeah, right, it was, right. Cool. it was pretty dope dude it's pretty dope yeah and plus you get uh, to play as a golden cicada and go around a place what the hell man <laughs> to that. that insect golden insect you remember there was a singer called john cicada <laughs> yeah not him <laughs> <laughs> speaking of insects that fly haven't <laughs> you been playing flight simulator <laughs> <laughs> that was like the worst segue ever but it i couldn't resist awesome. bro <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> so yeah i mean last week i did try to play flight simulator yeah. but damn dude that game is like one demanding game and it's like i don't have a, a bad pc i mean like uh it's an i5 processor sure but i have a 1080 uh gtx 1080 ti which is a pretty baller card <laughs> and the game like kept dropping to like around uh, two to three frame rates per second and like wow. sometimes it would go to 50 frames per second and all that but but yeah i mean like most of the times it would just keep venturing between but 20 you, you and did disable this constant streaming and stuff also right that's the and thing so when i spoke to you when i started playing it and it was just stuck and it kept on crashing uh, out of the game that time when i spoke to you, you told me to disable that and try and i did and it worked it did not crash but the game would still keep locking up and freezing at certain points where i would have absolutely no control and then a few seconds later i would again it would just resume back to normal and normal would be oh, like again you know like the frame drops and all that so no man it, it it was really really demanding on my pc which is why i had to uninstall it in the end i did get a nice flight from la to seattle which was something i tried out so and how how technical is this game? I was going to ask you that. You know what? It's got a lot of good assists on it. So I was playing it with an Xbox controller and you need to use the PC also along with that for certain things. With PC and uh, like you need a keyboard yeah, yeah. and a controller? Yeah. For some Dude, reason, what? it does not completely scale onto the controller. And at least I did not figure out a way because it kept for certain things like uh, gaining speed and uh, kind of decelerating, accelerating. I need to uh, use a keyboard uh, keys for that. 
I, it, I could not do that on the controller. So, yeah, I mean, it makes it very, very accessible. You can turn on a lot of accessibility features and fly around by yourself. But I don't think that's the enthusiastic, that's the enthusiast market that it's aiming for. I mean, like right. it, it's aiming for people who really want that whole real flying experience. And the game will teach you all of that. I did not get through all the tutorials because, again, my system really sucks for it. But... Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you really want to get deep into it, it will teach you how to do that. And it's brilliant at creating certain real-world uh, places. I was playing on the lowest-end setting, so everything looked like mashed potato to me. But <laughs> I mean, if you really have a system that can play it, you're going to have a great time with it. I mean, if you have the... So uh, you also said that for some reason, a lot of airports, like especially Indian airports, are not in the game right they're now. They're not, right? they're not. And I was actually wondering about that, that why a lot of these airports are missing. I mean, like, I thought that I can actually go around and pick up whatever airport I want and fly to any other airport. But right. it seems like now when I went into the game and I saw that there were already add-ons available for an airport which costs you another 4,000 bucks. Holy <laughs> so, shit. Yeah, for a game I got in Game Pass, 4,000 bucks seems a lot. Also, considering that it uses, like, uh, satellite maps hmm. uh, the thing with the thing is that the indian government doesn't allow uh, street view level uh, scans of 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 india as yeah. as a whole so i think that might also become an issue yeah have you seen anyone fly in india so far in any of the no. youtube videos and all no. no right so yeah i don't know what the the scene is with that but i uh, have seen guys take off from some obscure airports in nepal which is why when you said there's no bombay or delhi i was like huh that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I, I don't know what the restrictions are on something like that, but yeah, man. I mean, like there have been people who've been doing a lot of funky stuff with it, with real world places and all. And the game apparently recreates actual places very, very well. I mean, like al- almost down to like every small building or architect uh, architecture uh, that's available out there. It recreates almost everything near perfectly. So yeah, it's one major feat, man. I mean, this game is. Like the next step, but again, it's so. But like, demanding. dude, what's the point if it's not gonna run on most people's systems, right? Like, it's kind of fucked up like that. For all you know, this is gonna be like that crisis thing. People are already calling it that, so it's probably gonna be like running very easily on systems that come out in twenty thirty or so. <laughs> and yeah, it's definitely not gonna be wow. a yearly refresh for this franchise, but. The thing is, yeah, it's like a benchmark to live up to now. Is it on the Xbox One? <laughs> I don't think Xbox One can handle it, dude. I mean, it was announced initially for Xbox One as well, right? But no, they they've quickly rejected that completely, and I don't think it's another. So it's only a next gen game now. Yeah, it might. I mean, like, I don't know what the release status is on Xbox Series X, but definitely not coming to one. So you know, this thing that's happening with Flight Simulator is more of a worrying trend for me because now that I'm seeing all games that are targeting next-gen that have so far come to PC or mm. even games that are not next-gen but are, that the newer games that are coming on PC, dude, they're just terribly fucking optimized, dude. Like you yeah. saw that with Horizon, you saw that with the Marvel game, which I believe was fixed afterwards. But I'm just wondering, like, unless and until you have top-of-the-line hardware, PC gamers are going to get shafted again, dude. Yeah, and that, oh, I, mean, I don't know, man. I mean, and now there's going to be a new line of graphic cards also that are going to be announced by NVIDIA very soon, right? They have a event the in September. Series. Yeah, for the 3000 series uh, of cards. And yeah, so for all you know, the benchmarks are going to completely change after that. And uh, whatever we have, like, might just get obscure very, very fast. Dude, my cards are already obscure, bro. Like 1070 is like just about playing some games on medium. 
you have a 1070 or 2070 dude at 2070 i'll be fucking killing games on high oh, end shit, stuff bro. 2070 <laughs> sorry no, dude why do you think my horizon was like at 10 frames when oh. i was playing oh okay yeah so dude, i'm on a 1060 <laughs> Oh shit, dude. <laughs> TI. It's like the name is oh, fucking. Yeah, dude. That's cool. <laughs> I got an i7 though. Nice. Ah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's also another thing that could be choking Flight Simulator for me because I have a pretty old i5 uh, right. Q6600 right. GPU, uh, not GPU, CPU. But so, that badly that it drops to like two frames. Per yeah. Second. You know what? When it has to run, it runs at like 50, 55 frames and all that. But then it suddenly drops in the same scenario with nothing changing to two frames a second. So I don't know what the hell it's doing. So I have that. a question. If you're not streaming, can you play this game offline? Do you think that would have given you better performance? So I was, I mean, I disabled all the internet features on it and played it. I, but you need to have an online connection to uh, be able to play this game. That's the thing. It keeps checking for that as I think a security measure or whatever it is. Yeah. So you need to be online for that. It's not a completely offline game. So so besides Flight Simulator, which you kind of could, could not play, what else are you playing right now? So a couple of things also. After that, I tried uh, Battletoads because that was the other game that was free. Right. How <laughs> is yeah. it? Uh, dude, it's like, it's really cringy bad, dude. I mean, you know, there was Streets of Rage 4, which had a lot of good things from the 90s in it. This has all the bad stuff in it. All the, like the turtle ripoff kind of thing. You know how turtles... Right. said these cringy lines but they were still kind of fun because it was coming from them here they kind of try to do the same thing but the voice acting is so bad and these toads just don't really look that good to begin with so it's just the a gameplay talk. though ah dude it's it's okay i mean you know the gameplay is, can be fun but the thing is that they keep uh, breaking it with these dumbass puzzle moments and all like you're supposed to make these stupid connections to open a door and this and they keep breaking the momentum all the time in the gameplay that becomes so frustrating man I mean, it's just really annoying and these are the kind beat em ups are the kind of game that me and my kid play all the time in co-op nice. and we loved uh streets of rage 4 we finished it in a couple of settings and this game man i mean like you know, we both are so annoyed by it because it keeps putting these dumbass puzzles in between even she's not enjoying it huh? no now even she's kind of like yeah whatever un- uninstall it if you want you know? <laughs> let's, let's play anything else <laughs> co-op nice uh, what so, else and now I'm also playing Yakuza 0. I've just started playing that on Game Pass on PC. I've had played on PS4 before and it looks so much better on PC, man. I mean, like, 60 FPS. No, it was 60 FPS on PS4 also, right? I think so, yeah. It was like, it did not, uh, the, like, uh, the motion was not a problem. I mean, I think it was giving me good 60 FPS on PS4, but it just looks so much better on the PC, man. I mean, like, I'm really enjoying playing it on the monitor and also, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm starting the game again because anyway, I had a massive break in the PS4 version of Yakuza 0. So when I started playing it, I kind of lost a lot of what I was supposed to do in the battles and all. It wasn't working out well. So I think this is a good start again. Let's see how that right. goes. Nice, nice. Anything else? Nope, that's it. That's it. What about you Are guys? You sure? Why? Because <laughs> we're gonna be playing some Call of Duty, bro. That's tomorrow, man. <laughs> that's yeah. that's conversation for the next podcast. <laughs> and uh, Sam, what about you, bro? What are you playing? Um, so I've been playing UFC a lot uh, of late. Um, but besides that, I've been playing Onrush as well. Right. Onrush is a, Dude, the game, it's a awesome game that game, I bro. that I kind of missed out on a launch and I kind of feel guilty about that because the game really bombed when it came out but now that I'm playing it it's like 
I'm so pissed off that this game needed a, needed a publisher who would support it like the way Ubisoft supports its games because yes. it's, it was meant as a game that was to be that was supposed to evolve that's was supposed to be online and supposed to be a multiplayer focused game and they've just completely dropped the ball on the game. I mean even now when I go online there are so many players like I have to barely wait to get a, a full game. Uh, but the fact that they've uh, they actually shut the studio down, they fired all the all the people who made the game, which was which is actually the the Evolution Studios team that made uh, Drive Club and MotorStorm. Those guys made this game, and it's a blast. Like even even offline is so, is so much fun, and online it's a you know, you know it's not even a racing game, right? It's like it's a combat game, right? The kind of like MotorStorm. It's a combat game. It's, yeah. it's basically yeah. a combat game, and it's not about coming first. It's, it's team based as well. So it's, it's and there's so it's so much it's so much fun, and it's actually it's also so fast. Like like there's so so few games now that have this, this sense of speed the way Onrush right. does, you know. Right. So so many things going for this game, but I mean I don't know why it didn't sell. Uh, maybe they didn't market it well enough. People maybe just just didn't want arcade racing game anymore. Out, I don't know. Also a bad time. There was some a lot of prominent games uh, come out then, no? Yeah, but you know this is the kind of game if they had supported it, uh, like had good sales, but you know kept kept putting out content for it, kept having live events for it, uh, you know stuff like that. I mean this game could have done well. Uh, like like see Ubisoft man with with games like For Honor also which kind of didn't do so well at launch or even Rainbow Six for that matter. The way they support these games post launch mm. is insane. Who is and the publisher le- for this game? Sorry. Codemasters. This is Codemasters. Who do racing games well, but they haven't done a game like this before, which is so online-focused and so multiplayer, team-focused team and all of that. So, I think they just were not the right fit for this game. But the game definitely is great and it's going really cheap right now. If, like, if you guys are interested in arcade racing games and you want something... Game. I have the game. It's just that, like you said, when I had the game, I had it at launch. No one was playing the game, but if you're still playing it, I'm down with playing this shit. And it was a free PS Plus yeah, game also, right? I picked it up for free yeah. on PS Plus, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a blast to play. And now that I'll kind of I'm towards the end of my UFC career career mode, so I'll go back to that then. Uh, you, just, I mean, you just sounded yeah, very yeah. hardcore for a second there. I'm at the end of my UFC career. So, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not like so. So the UFC has this thing where uh, with each match, like if you take damage, then your longevity of your career reduces. So yeah. the career ends when either you become the the goat, uh, the greatest of all time, or your longevity comes to an end and you have to retire. So it's one of the two. So the career ends that way. So yeah. So I want to get that done, and then I want to hopefully head back to Onrush because I really enjoyed what I played so far. And then play some Call of Duty. That too. And Last of Us 2 as well, which is on Dude, on you got to finish right Last of Us 2, man. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. Because I've actually been, been, been like watching so many interviews of the developers, of the actors who are in it and all of that. And like just to, just to read and hear about how, like how much of themselves they put into this game. It's insane. Uh, so yeah, I definitely want to finish that game. Just what about you? What are you playing? Sorry, while you were talking, I was just quickly going through... Uh, the games released in May 2018, which is when Onrush came out. And dude, it was just like fucking rubbish then, dude. Like, I'm not sure why this game... Like, That's what I'm wondering. You had State of Decay 2 and you had like a remastered version of Dark Souls and Detroit Become Human. So nothing to kind of take away its glory. So I'm wondering... And even the reviews were good. Even yeah, the reviews yeah. were good. So I don't, I don't know what it was. Sad. It was just like, I don't know. Just, it's just like how those games got sent to die, right? Blur and Split Second and all. Yeah, yeah, pure. They were good that. games. They reviewed well. No one bought them. Studios died. It's over. Yeah. Oh, well. 
sucks. What are you playing? I mean, you guys know what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that. Besides that, I've been playing some Horizon, which uh, has kind of increased performance for me. Like it's playable now-ish. So there's that. Um, I just We just finished our playthrough of Remnant from the Ashes, which was fucking awesome. And uh, we're playing the DLC now. We're going to run through the DLC now. And uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, I was playing a little bit of Fall Guys as well in the middle here and there. But nothing ah, too nice. much. Yeah, yeah. So, are you guys all... completely so, so, bored of so, guys now? No, dude. It's a, it's 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 like my it's, it's like my go-to game when I want to take a break from the more intense stuff, or when I have five ten minutes, like one like one match of Fall Guys is fun. By the way, did you guys hear how well the game is doing? Yeah, yeah. It it's crazy, dude. Really it's well. the most it's the most downloaded PS Plus game ever, which is it's a big deal because so many so yeah, many yeah, free games have been there, and so the many years. good free games, man. I mean, like what the hell? Yeah. Speaking of PS Plus free games, you guys see the launch lineup for September? Yeah. No, yeah. what is it? PUBG and Street Fighter Five, dude. The Street Fighter Five ah. is like a total cut down edition, so yeah, don't even get excited about that. I don't give a shit. I want to try the base edition. Yeah, the base edition. Is it the base Street Fighter Five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, aren't the other updates to it now uh, free updates if you have the base game? No? They were free updates if you had the base game, but I don't think that's uh, applicable to this one. Oh okay. Yeah. So it's so PUBG, PUBG is, is is the PC PUBG, right? This is not the mobile PUBG. Yes. Like like this is a port of the PC version. This is a proper PUBG version, not PUBG Lite as well. So once it really asses kick, dude. Yeah, we should definitely go and see what it's like on the console. Stream that shit, bro. Hmm. It's really fun. It's not for people to watch though. They will like there, dude. Like fuck this shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. But we stream it anyway, dude. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. All right, guys, I think that's about all the time we have for today's podcast. We had to cover a lot of stuff. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, hope you enjoyed our 50th podcast. I'm going to just keep bringing that up again because, you know, we finally <laughs> hit 50, dude. I'm excited. I know. And hopefully we keep doing more. And please, please uh, send us your feedback, whether it's on the forum, whether it's on social media, whether it's on WhatsApp or whatever. Uh, yeah, whether it's know good or bad, think. you know, if there's some stuff you want us to do or to not do or, you know, certain topics. I think Sam had... Uh, uh, also put this out on the forums where and he makes a thread every time he puts the podcast up right so if you guys want to want us to talk about certain topics also do let us know and uh, yeah we'll see you guys in the next one all right see you guys see you guys, guys. bye bye